Traditionally, people view anger as something negative, but what if we turned it around and saw anger as a positive emotional outlet? We're going to examine anger as a justifiable emotion and reaction, and how we use anger to set up personal boundaries. She, a podcast for the non-traditional woman. I'm Tiana. And I'm Sophie. And And we're we're a a couple. couple. Join us as we break down the modern feminine experience and explore an alternative view on what it means to be a woman in today's society. Alrighty, here we go. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 34 of She, an acronym for Shifting Her Experience. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Shifting Her Experience and send us a DM to be featured as our next Woman of the Week. Yes, be sure to follow us on Instagram. We're starting to use Instagram Reels, so that's been fun. It's like TikTok for Instagram. So check us out on there and also keep submitting your ideas to us for any podcast topics you want us to cover. Yeah, we really do take into account what our listeners want to hear. We've done lots of episodes before based on conversations that we've had with you guys. So definitely keep them coming. Yeah. Um, so today we want to start off by shouting out our woman of the week, Michelle Folinas, who sent us a message saying that she really loved our episode on love languages and appreciated the conversations that we had um, on the five love languages. Yeah, I really love discussing the five love languages. It's always a fun way to get to know someone. Yeah, me too. It's always a really good icebreaker. Um, But today, though, we're going to talk about anger. So we see in society that anger is treated as a negative emotion. You know, we often put people down for for being angry or we disregard people as soon as they display anger because perhaps we see them as being too difficult to deal with. We also see in society women being shunned for their anger. Oh yeah, we've heard the phrase angry women to describe feminists or women who are being assertive about their lives that they want to live or are living. But also like what's wrong with being angry? Well, yeah, that's exactly what we're going to get into today how there's nothing wrong with being angry. Yeah, exactly. And I just want to clarify, like, there is a difference between having a temper and being angry or throwing a tantrum and being angry. So I just want to make that distinction because I feel like a lot of the time, even myself, like, we often confuse that. Like, we confuse someone having a temper or being, like, violent even for anger. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, there is a big difference between anger and violence. And I think people tend to associate anger with things like violence and temper tantrums and stuff like that Um, or even just like being irrational which we will get into but um, anger is so much more than that it's a really appropriate emotion to have and it's always been knocked down Um, so yeah that's what this episode is going to be about (laughs) basically reframing what exactly anger is. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie. I was someone who feared anger a lot in the past, as in I feared when people were angry with me. I feared others being angry around me and even my own anger. I felt that if I was angry, then that meant I wasn't able to think rationally, which now I realize, of course, is not the case. Um, It's all about how you channel your anger. So um, I'm still getting used to that idea um, because, yeah, I definitely was afraid of it in the past. Yeah, and I think that's why a lot of people don't like when other people get angry because they see them as being irrational or they see them as being violent, which are two different things. Yeah, I would say if you're being violent, you're being violent and that's it. Um, But you know, that's not always the case with anger, that it has to escalate to something. You can't just have that emotion without um, acting on it or for it to get worse and worse. Yeah. And in terms of my background, you know, when I was a kid, I definitely had a lot of difficulty 
channeling my anger and my emotions and um, I would say I was an angry kid <laughs> I you know I was not able to voice what it was that was bothering me and instead I would just appear like very ratty and like Rrr. would that make you angry because it would you make me voice? angry because people would just be like oh Sophie like stop being so angry or you're always fighting with your siblings you're always fighting and I'd be like and not like physically fighting I mean I was like very much like um, I would fight like a cat and dog with my siblings and stuff. I was never able to voice what it actually was that was bothering me. And that frustrated me so much because other people then would just see me as being very catty. And yeah, it was just like, until yeah, it wasn't until I got older that I realized that I could channel my anger differently. Um, it didn't need to be escalated. I could like have a conversation with someone and still be angry. And, you know, I learned over the years that when I am angry, it's okay. So if the other person is like, oh, stop, Sophie, don't be so angry. I'm like, actually, it's fine that I'm angry. It's actually okay because there's a reason why I'm angry and I'm trying to voice that to you. So it's up to you now if you want to listen and understand and consider where this anger is coming from. It's like when people tell you to stop crying and you're like, well, this is an emotion. I need to get it out, right? Absolutely. And I'm like someone who always says like I need to cry like if someone I says oh don't be upset I'm like no like I need to cry right now like this is appropriate this is okay it's normal so yeah anger is the same really yeah I agree with that and also if you're someone like me who doesn't really get angry too often when you do get angry that's a good moment to pause and reflect on why like it will give you an indication as to what matters to you. And I know, you know, we're going to talk about that as well. But that's another way that your anger can be channeled towards good, like sort of like self-reflection and using it as motivation to like, you know, better yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's a very good point. So what ways do you think then anger can be healthy and, you know, can be positive? Well, I feel like anger lets you get to know yourself better like you get to reflect on why you're angry and break it down for yourself and you learn what you value when you're angry with somebody or if you're angry at a situation. So for me, I think it's really about how you channel your anger. So when I'm angry, although I don't often get angry, like I said, and so if you can back me up on this, mm -hmm. but when I am, I use that anger to fuel my drive. I always have. So if I'm angry or upset, let's say with a work situation, it just fuels me to work on our business self and expand our business and to be better. So anger can motivate you. And I guess that's a way it could definitely be healthy. So that we can be our own bosses. Is yeah. that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Yes, exactly. And like, <laughs> yeah, I absolutely agree. And, you know, just when you mentioned you're able to like figure out like what your values are we had mentioned earlier about certain boundaries and like that's so important to remember in terms of anger that when we get angry what we're doing is we're setting boundaries what I want versus what I don't want in my experience in my life so I think it's fair to say that not many of us know how to effectively set boundaries in life either you know we don't set boundaries at all with people or circumstances or we set our boundaries by being violent or by being malicious or um, manipulative as exactly, well exactly yeah. yeah and you know because we've all been there where we're it's after an argument and we're like oh fuck I shouldn't have said that or I was way too harsh you know so I think when you learn to work with your emotions and work with your anger you're completely in control of that nobody else is in control of your anger then for them to start 
define in your anger as something you know exactly your anger how to control it what your emotions are where they came from um, that's all part of working with your anger and that's definitely a positive healthy trait to have yeah it even just reminds me of the story you were telling of you as like an angry kid it's like in that moment you didn't know how to work your own emotions so people around you that you were angry with worked those emotions for you so you didn't work with your anger um, obviously when you were younger of course we're, we're all still learning and I'm still learning how to accept anger so I think that's the first stage Exactly. I think as a kid, I definitely would have allowed people to define what my anger was instead of me taking control of the situation. I tend to have let my emotions get out of hand a bit and I was completely losing control of my own emotions. Well, I think a lot of people think that's what anger is. Like you lose control of yourself and you lose control of your emotions. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Whereas I'm realizing more and more that anger doesn't have to look like that if you are able to like work with it like you said and manage it in a way that works to your advantage absolutely yeah your anger can manifest in either frustration or in hostility you know one is more extreme than the other but you decide you decide which one that's going to be and more often than not like we don't really want to be hostile it comes out um maybe when we start to lose control of our anger a bit I feel like but I don't think we should be really hard on the emotion anger I think we should give it more attention and praise it a little bit more because it really does help us um, self-reflect it also helps us like we were saying set boundaries identify what values are important to us so you know most of us an appropriate reaction to being called a name or being made fun of or not being heard or listened to is anger and that's absolutely appropriate I think that's what's in the past scared me a little bit about anger is, you know, you don't know the way in which it will manifest in someone else. Very true. Yeah. But I'm realizing more and more now, like, obviously, that's not a reflection on you or me or whatever. It's literally the person who is going through that emotion and how they're handling it. So I used to be very afraid of how it would present itself in other people, I guess. So Mm -hmm. that's where I'm still learning that like anger is healthy, but you have to deal with it in a a healthy way, you know, because I think it's one of those emotions that can often like get the better of you. And that's what scared me. So for you, is anger itself the issue or the possibility of the anger escalating in another person the issue for you? Yeah, I mean, like you said before, I don't mean like escalating into violence when I say like, you know, the problem is escalation. But yeah, a bit of both. I think it's a reflection sometimes like on if a person hasn't set boundaries themselves and their first go to reaction is anger. I think that's where it also becomes an issue for me. And like I said before, what I'm like a little bit like weary of, I sort of stop and think like, okay, has this person set the boundaries for themselves or have they not realized that yet? Because I've definitely known people where their go-to reaction to everything is anger. And I think that's where it becomes unhealthy. And that's not your responsibility either to take that on if somebody is... Of course, it's never nice being on the receiving end of somebody being angry. But I think we need to remember that, okay, that's coming from them. That's their emotion. They're entitled to it. As long as it doesn't escalate too much where like maybe I'm afraid um but yeah I don't like shouting (laughs) yeah but it's also like it's it's up to them and it's it's their emotion and you you can't take responsibility for that emotion and I think that's what I'm learning to do more and more now like you know that's not my emotion that's theirs and honestly I think that's just a part of having anxiety as well as someone Mm -hmm. who lives with anxiety 
I always think, oh, you know, this is a reflection on me if someone is angry with me or even if someone around me is angry, like, am I creating that environment or like, I'm just very self-reflective in those terms. But yes, like anger is a valid emotion. I am not saying that it is not. I think I'm just more standoffish if somebody's go-to is always anger and that's how they present then it's like are you just negative are you a negative person exactly yeah and that's a reflection on that person yeah it is very interesting to look at anger uh in this way and you know what else is interesting about like looking at anger is when you show anger it oftentimes comes with um you not being taken seriously and I think that was something that like really pissed me off as a child make you more angry exactly and that's literally it I was probably uh, an appropriate amount of angry in certain situations growing up but because I was not taken seriously when being angry it was very frustrating so both parties have a responsibility when accepting the other person's emotion and the person with the anger has to be responsible for how that anger is controlled and you know what we're all human sometimes shouting is absolutely appropriate I mean that's a manifestation of frustration it doesn't necessarily mean that you're shouting because you feel a certain way about that person you're shouting at but perhaps the anger has just built up and the shouting is a form of release yeah and you don't need to be embarrassed for being angry I think a lot of people are embarrassed like when they react to a certain situation in a certain way with anger and they display that emotion Um, You know, like you said earlier, you think about it later and you're like, oh, like, why did I react that way? But that was just the way you were feeling in that moment. And I think as well, the embarrassment comes from the other person probably saying to you like, oh, stop it. Like, why are you like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's where the embarrassment comes from. But yeah, very good point. Well, a great example of one of the ways in which anger and setting boundaries can creep its way into our daily lives is through social media. We don't even realize that. Absolutely. And a great example of not just two people in a room having a screaming match, like you can be angry based on what you're seeing on your phone or on your laptop. Yeah, social media is an example of like the boundaries you set for yourself. Like so many things you see on social media can trigger certain emotions. And if they're negative emotions, you know, things that are affecting your mental health, if you're seeing things, things that are manipulating your feelings, we're exposed to so much. So If you're angry with something on social media, like set a boundary for yourself to try and not encounter that, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Emotions and social media can definitely influence or even manipulate um, how we feel. You know, unfollowing or muting a certain page on social media is a form of setting boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Based off your emotions that you felt towards a certain page or a certain um, post that you saw, you know? Especially, you know, during times like this where all we see is bad news, yeah, coronavirus panic. updates, panic, no toilet paper in, in the supermarket, no this, election, everything. There's a lot going on right now. And that can be a lot for one person's mental health. So that can manifest in anger. It could manifest in um, being afraid, in fear. Like of it course. can manifest in many ways. So there's a great example of setting boundaries, like switch off that phone. Yeah, do what you have to do, obviously, to like put yourself in a good place but yeah of course like social media can make people angry also just like posting a photo and let's say not getting the likes or comments like can fuel like anger or you know bad thoughts and it's just another thing of like what boundaries are you going to set for yourself exactly or seeing a post of you know somebody with a body type that you want and comparing yourself to that I mean this is what we're exposed to every single day and of course emotions are going to arise and you're not 
you're, you're not easily manipulated when you know how to work with your emotions. You know, I think that's like yeah. the message we're trying to get across today. You don't fall into the trap that social media, for example, is trying to set when you know how to work with your anger. Yeah, that's a really good point. I wanted to ask you as well, because you asked me, what are some of like the ways or situations that you think anger can be healthy? Yeah, I think, first of all, anger gets a bad reputation. It really does. But if you... I don't even know what word to use, but practice um, healthy anger or safe anger. It can be very beneficial for your for your stress levels. You know, I mentioned earlier, like shouting can be really uh, like a like a, a form of release. Um, so like being frustrated and not having an outlet for that can be really like suffocating. So I think. You know, when I think of myself being angry, sometimes I want to scream into a pillow and I don't want to scream at the person I'm angry with. But sometimes I feel like, yes, yeah, screaming into a pillow is a the really release. nice thing to do. You know, I don't want to do it then a second time. But um, sometimes I feel uh, angry because I am genuinely angry. You mentioned earlier about, you know, feminists being considered, you know, just angry women. And the truth is, like, the more podcast episodes we do and the more things we see online and social media and, you know, stupid comments from people on certain pages about, like, uh, just completely anti-women comments. Yes, that makes me angry. Like, I am angry over that. I'm angry over, like, uh, some stupid comments that you and I would see from random men online. And it's like, you don't know my experience being yeah. a woman. That makes me angry. And guys, that's absolutely okay. Like, you can call me a feminist slash uh, angry, angry woman, woman all you like because I am an angry woman. I'm yeah. pretty pissed off that, like, you and I can't go for a jog at 10 p.m. at night safely like that pisses 8 p.m. even when it's dark yeah. exactly so yeah I mean girls and lads like we're angry and that's okay it's healthy yeah shock like women are angry that they're still being considered the second sex like and a great example Soph and I obviously are angry with the way women and members of the LGBTQ plus community get treated on a daily basis so it compelled us to create this podcast and to create it into a business so anger can feel good things as well like absolutely it's a great motivational tool and as well as that it's a great uh it's a great outlet for when you're feeling stressed and you've had enough and you know think about a boiling pot that's a very good um analogy like people often use that analogy when a pot is ready to boil it steams and it blows over I mean like people do that too so you know learn how to like control your anger so you don't have to boil it like exactly and have it like work for you and to your advantage and don't let the other person like control your anger and how it's escalated and own your anger like own your emotions and you know something interesting as well after well not that I scream into a pillow a lot because I actually don't remember the last time I did that she doesn't do it at home I can (laughs) confirm (laughs) but when I do um feel angry and get angry and in an appropriate way and it's you know not escalated I feel really really calm afterwards so imagine if I just never 
went with the emotion that I was feeling I would literally blow over like that boiling pot and guys like that is not healthy exactly you felt calm because you let yourself feel that emotion in that moment instead of like holding it in and let it boil over I'm even just thinking personally like when I get angry you know what happens and for me I feel like a rush of emotions and I usually pause because I'm so afraid of overreacting that I always pause and think about it and sort of like okay what's the way to approach this should I bring it up with someone or if it's something I see do I walk away from it do I turn the phone off so in a lot of instances and I've said this before in the podcast like taking a moment to pause before you react I feel like is always going to help but I understand that sometimes with anger it just comes out and once again I think that for me is what I am afraid of like anger just coming out and I can't like stop it (laughs) yeah that's so interesting I yeah because I would be very impulsive I think in my emotions I've definitely said that before on an episode but why um why do you feel like people are weary of anger well I think even just for the reasons I've been saying this entire episode that people don't like when people are mad at them and people also are afraid of it escalating but also like anger usually takes the form in a certain tone I feel like when people talk to you and they're angry let's say there's a tone behind it and personally I feel like that's where you know the fear comes from but then when you're talking about anger being weary of anger within yourself I think people are scared of the loss of like control you know like oh if I get too angry I'm not going to be taken seriously or I'm not going to get my point across or I'm going to come off looking silly. Absolutely. Yeah. You mentioned all the things I would have said as well, you know, not being taken seriously, fear of it escalating, fear of of maybe losing control yourself. So I think, you know, I was going to ask another question, but I think it would be maybe a great way to segue into our takeaways. What can we really do then to still have our anger, but not fall into the traps of everything that you just mentioned? I feel like for me, step one is recognize the emotion and let yourself feel it. Because I think if you try and box it in or push it down, it's going to come back 10 times worse with like a lot of things. And secondly, like just because this is what I do personally as somebody with anxiety, Um, taking a moment to pause once you feel that and sort of think to yourself, like, how can I articulate that point? Allow myself to be angry, but still communicate how it is that I'm feeling to somebody else. And if it's something where it doesn't involve somebody else, let yourself feel that emotion, I guess, and work with it. What we've been saying this entire episode, work with your anger. It's not a bad thing to be angry, but you have to learn the best way to channel that emotion. Absolutely. I love that. Was that your takeaway? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that was my <laughs> takeaway. I answered it as if it was a takeaway. Ready did, to go. Well, what about you then? What can we do to, you know, still have our anger, but channel it in a positive way? Or like, what would be your takeaway? Yeah. You know, I'm reminded of... <laughs> I'm going to like really show myself up here because I feel like I'm people are going to think I was like the angriest child ever. But when I was younger, like I would go to like my my mother and be like, OK, like I'm angry over something and like nobody's taking me seriously, blah, blah, blah. And I knew I wasn't able to like to channel or control my my emotions as well as I would like. And she gave me like a really good tip that I still use today. And she said, you know, if you're angry, If you're angry with me, like, tell me you're angry. So I think that, like, is great advice. Just saying the words. Saying the word instead of actually just acting out the actions. Um, You know, I would say to her, I would go to her and be like, Ma, I'm angry. 
with you right now over something <laughs> and she'd be like okay good why and we would talk about it and then it would be forgotten about then you'd be calm again now yeah. of course this doesn't work all the time sometimes you're going to be impulsively angry and you're going to raise your voice and you're going to it's going to just come out and that's fine I mean like we're human but you know a good tip would be to just tell that person look I'm really angry over something instead of having them maybe like ask you 10 times what's wrong with you what's wrong with you nothing nothing or you just lash out at them one yeah. day you know like it would be um and this doesn't just apply to like when you're actually in an argument with someone or you're having a discussion with someone it can be when you're scrolling through your phone on social media and to say to yourself I'm bothered by this or this is really riling me up right now like my blood is boiling I need to switch off the phone like saying saying it to yourself I'm angry is a great start yeah I'm angry with the guy upstairs right now who's like dragging around god knows what furniture and (laughs) yeah I'll say that he loves to piss us off when we're doing the podcast yeah we're angry with you (laughs) ah the release of just saying it well that wraps up today's episode we love hearing your stories on how you're living a non-traditional life so keep them coming and follow us on instagram at shifting her experience and send us a message on instagram or review our podcast on apple to be featured as our next woman of the week yeah and make sure you download rate and review our podcast and share it with your friends to spark a further discussion on this topic and let us know your thoughts on anger as an emotion see you next tuesday bye